Hello, I'm Isaac Foster, intern here at the 908, and I just want to make a quick disclaimer that this episode of Shoot Your Shot includes some very vulgar, explicit language that you would not want to have in front of your children. Now remember, life is great in the 908. The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head! I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Brought to you by 908, where life is great. Welcome back to the show. Shoot your shot. Paul Slater, the chosen one. John Gross, the boss man. John, let me ask you this. Are you the happiest man in Long Beach right now? Well, I'm a World Series champion, Paul. Right. I think people look up to me. I think they're happy for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think when you've worked this hard, um, maybe we'll get into it a little later. Uh, When you put in the work, it feels good for it to finally pay off. It's been a long time coming, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a couple of questions for you. One, are you upset that they won in a year that doesn't even count? Uh, no, that was nothing but sheer happiness last night. Okay. Uh, went pretty wild. I've got a nice little story for you, actually. If you, if you, well, well, we're storytellers. Okay, yeah, we are. Hit we me. are troubadours, if you will. How about, did you see my face light up when you said that you had a story? Yeah, I'm excited. Well, it's it's good to give shout outs to, to our best friends. Right. And so, you know, we haven't talked to Valley in a while. Whoa. But uh, I want to give Eric Valenzuela a shout out. He doesn't know this is coming. But let me tell you something. I go, well, first of all, I have to say we are in strong disagreement with your, uh, you hate when people text you about, the game because you're streaming, right? Right. I have the same problem as you, but to me, it's on the person streaming to go to a bar. That's what I did. I didn't want to. I didn't want to leave my house last night, but I went to a bar because the texts were unbearable. Right, right. So I went to a bar and you know, that's a little disagreement, but that's okay. You think people shouldn't text you during the game. No, I just, what I say is just wait 15 seconds. Yeah, but it's the world series. Heat of the moment. Well, 15 seconds. You just could wait 15 seconds. Okay. Well, anyway, it happened again last we were, night we were, to me twice, okay. and it's just like uh, it doesn't make sense to me. How can you not wait fifteen seconds? Because you're excited. You've been waiting your whole life to watch this. Some people aren't even Dodger fans texting me. All right, we got our our good buddy Josh Fry sending a text message saying, "Wow, Snell's on fire." Fifteen seconds later, strike three. How did I know that was gonna? Yeah, happen? it's brutal. It's brutal. Anyway, that's why I went to the bar. We go over there to the old View, the hotel bar. Wow, is it open? It's uh, Well, they got a little outdoor setup. You know, I used to love the View up top, but mm-hmm. we went to a little outdoor setup. Okay. And uh, I was just at my house most of the day yesterday, so I just, whatever I was wearing is what I wore over there. Well, let me tell you something. The, the minute I walk in, this the manager comes, like, makes a beeline for me. I was going straight to the bar to get get a drink and then go sit down. And he goes, uh-uh, drinks. This guy drinks. He buys one, he gets one. He buys one, he gets one. He tells the bartender. 
He says, this guy gets free drinks. To you? To me and to the bartender. And I was like, okay, well, we'll, you know, whatever. We'll take him. Let's go. And, uh, and so I, I stand there, I, I get a glass of wine and the guy hands me two <laughs> and, uh, what? and, and then, uh, and the, the manager, he just starts going, man, he's like, Hey man, I'm a big fan. I'm a big supporter. And I'm like, what? And then I look, I'm wearing my dirtbag sweatshirt. Oh, and okay. so this guy thinks I'm on the team. Oh, okay. I think. So I was like, he goes, I'm a he big fan. You're on the team. <laughs> uh, he goes, I'm a big fan, big supporter. Uh, I was bigger than this guy, so maybe I, he just he doesn't really know. Okay. And uh, I was like, oh, cool. I didn't really lie. I just said, cool. He goes, yeah, you guys had your banquet here last year. That's what that's what he said to you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I was like, oh, oh. I was like, oh, nice. <laughs> and, and anyway, so I, I'm getting free drinks all night. And then, middle of the game, he just walks over with a plate of ribs and hands them to me. No way. You got free ribs just from wearing your dirtbag sweatshirt? Just from wearing my dirtbag sweatshirt. But here's where I need a favor, a big favor. Eric Valenzuela, we know you're listening. Uh, it was a rowdy game. It was a rowdy time. I right. was drinking lots and lots of red wine. Right. I spilled all over my sweatshirt. Oh, no. Yeah, it got some battle wounds. So you are so you need a new sweatshirt, a new dirtbag sweatshirt? I don't need one. I don't need one. It would be nice. This is how I pay for stuff. I wear it. Yeah, know? but but think about this. The stains, so most of your stains that you have, right, are like coffee stains and whatnot, and they're just from just random occasions right. of you just working and spilling on yourself, just being your, just doing you, yeah. just being yourself. Yeah. But these stains mean a little bit more. Well, free food, free wine. Dodgers won a title for the first time since 88, even though it didn't really count, but still. Or maybe I don't. Need a new sweatshirt because maybe that's a memory right there. That's what I mean. Someone says, "Hey, do you know you have a big stain?" I say, "Let me tell you something about this stain." Exactly. Do you remember the year twenty twenty, and you know it's a nice little story. Exactly. So that's what I did last night. Does the I? I was rooting for the Dodgers. There's nothing different in my heart to how much I wanted this World Series. We've been rooting for you know ten years here. Right. I mean longer than that, but. Uh, not everyone knows this, but I did take a break from the Dodgers when Paul D. Podesta was the GM, and he traded away all my favorite players. Yeah, so Leduca. I did take a three. Uh, yeah, he traded away Laduca, and people forget Guillermo Moda. He was a he, <laughs> he was a real he was a real rock star out in the bullpen, and uh, I did take. And is Guillermo and Moda alive? I don't know. He might not be. Well, didn't he get in trouble for selling a bunch of drugs? They, all, they were all that. selling drugs. That's fine. It was the nineties. Things yeah, were crazy. True, true. But I did take a break, and especially when we when we went and got Jeff Kent, because that just did not oh, sit right yeah. with me as a Dodger fan. I hate Jeff Kent to yep. this day, and I always will. All right. But for the last 10, 12 years, we've been at this every single night for nine months a year. And did I want it last year? Yes. Did I want it the same, if not more, this year? Yes. So it did count in my heart. I'm very, very happy. I feel different. I feel confident. I'm a world champion. And ah, just nothing can stop me right now, Paul. Yeah, uh, you look different. You there's a twinkle in your eye. Yeah, yeah, it's you, back. I could tell. I could hear it in your voice. The excitement, the the pride that's there. Mm. Uh, I will ask you this though: Are you disappointed to be a part of a fan base that doesn't respect the virus by uh, wanting to throw a parade for the fan base and also people going out and uh, not socially distancing while celebrating this title. Uh, could not be more proud to be a part of this fan base. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
you know, do what you want to do. I'm celebrating. It's been mostly through texting, phone calls. Did I slap five with a few of the fellas over there at the hotel bar that I don't know? I sure did. But guess what? I went immediately and got hand sanitized. Yeah. That's called freedom of choice, Paul. And it's called being safe. Yeah. I, uh, I, I respect that. I had to slap five. Well, you, I mean, you're, you're, you're such a big fan. There's people around you. First off, the virus doesn't even exist, uh, during sporting events. People know that. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so you can do that. Uh, but you know what? I'm happy for you. I'm glad that it worked out. Uh, now we don't have to uh, see you depressed. Cause yeah, things are starting to look up. Because usually early November for you is kind yeah. of a nightmare. And it's not really fun to be around you because you're just kind of sad the yeah. whole time, right? It's not, it's, well, it's not fun to be around me during the day. But it's actually usually pretty good because I just I just take down a bottle of wine at night and then yeah and then I'm not so sad. So what happened when when so break down the game for me. Break down your your excitement during the game. Uh, you, when you're nervous, when you're you get so excited, then the final out happens and you get all pumped. Can you kind of exp- go through that whole thing? Let for me, me tell you something, Paul. Where are we right now in my living room? Yes. Well, it's you're nice right. and warm in here. By the way, hoodie season. Turn the heater on. Yeah. yeah. Uh. You're not so far from where I was just yesterday, sitting right there on that couch that you're on right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me tell you, things were not going well. We, uh, you know, he strikes out the side in the first inning. Wait, wait, wait. You were here when it started, and oh, then you left. Exactly. That's, well, things weren't going well. That's so a big. For, that's a big fan move right there. First comes to first. Didn't didn't feel like drinking yesterday, and I at least didn't want to drink beer because I've been drinking a lot of beer. As we know, I'm the biggest craft beer guy. I can tell you anything you want to know about it. IPA, yeah. it's a uh, Indian pale ale, <laughs> and that's I don't. That's it. It's from India. It's not from India. It's called India. India. Indian. India pale ale. Native American. Native American pale ale. The NVPA. Yeah. Wow. The no, no the N the NAAPA. Yeah. Something like that. NAAPA. Something like that. So, anyway, it's been heavy. You know me. I, I can lose weight, but I can gain it with the best of them. So, here I am. I'm <laughs> that's, sitting, that's true. I'm sitting over here, and I'm thinking, I don't want a beer. We we are not looking good in the first inning. Right. Our roommate says, hey, I'm grabbing a Bud Light. You want one? I said, well, Bud Lights are blue. Dodgers are blue. Let's do this thing. Okay. It okay. didn't really work. That. It didn't work. Okay. It didn't work. So, here we are. It's still 1-0. We're getting blown out by this guy, Snell. I go to... Uh, the bar, immediately, we score a run. Yes. So I'm feeling great. Feeling happy. I got this guy over here. He's giving me free free drinks. How were the ribs? Oh, they're unbelievable. Well, they weren't they weren't barbecue ribs. They're more like a, like Asian style. Ooh. Like like teriyaki. I kind of like that, though. Yeah, it was nice. A little different. It's just this different. It was a little different. And uh, so I'm over there. I'm slamming caps off. And... It felt there was a physical change in me, and I feel like in the Dodgers once we got on the board because we just weren't hitting them, and then they took out Snell, and we knew we were going to win this thing. Um, Can I talk about that real quick, about yeah. the whole Snell Go situation? Uh, I I don't want to – I just wanted to say something really quick because I'm sure – I haven't really checked on Twitter or anything like that because last night was the Bachelorette as well, so I couldn't uh, get it spoiled for me, right? Right. Uh, I haven't really checked, and there's probably some takes out there, some basic takes that are saying they shouldn't have taken him out, which they shouldn't have. Uh, but I wanted to say, 
I'm sick of the nerds because they're taking over baseball analytics and whatnot. And look, in a 162-game season, analytics are fine, you know? I mean, it'll average out in the end, and it'll all work out right. for the best, right? Uh, even in a fake season like this with only 60 games. Uh, but there comes a point where you got to just put your goddamn nuts on the table and be like, hey, this is probably the right decision, even though the numbers don't say that it's the right decision. Right. Like them taking out Snell in that situation when he's been absolutely dominant for five straight innings. We couldn't touch him. That's what I'm saying. But the numbers had the numbers say get him out. It's so stupid. And I don't I just don't I get it. I understand analytics. I understand because that in the end it ends up working out. But one game in the playoffs when a guy's absolutely dealing, like you probably shouldn't take him out. Right. I totally agree. Sack up and be like, you know what? This is what we're going to do. Let's ride our horse. This guy's a, he's a freaking Cy Young winner. Let's ride our horse and let's freaking win this game. Look at all the World Series champions in the past, like big time performances. The Bloody Sock with Kurt Schilling, which I think is probably fake. But if analytics were there back in the day, they'd be like, ah, oh, take him out for sure. Bloody Sock and... You know, numbers probably say that he's not going to pitch that well in the next inning. Kurt Schilling probably won't even be allowed to pitch if it's his world. That's very true. Because if, it's, if Twitter and Kurt Schilling pitching were at the same That's time. That's a good point. But And then one more thing. What about Bumgarner that would go out there and throw right. all the time? He'll throw 200 pitches. It didn't matter. The numbers probably didn't say, hey, he should go out there and throw 200 pitches, you know? So, I mean, at some point you got to be like, Let's freaking do this. Let's bulldog this and just win this game. Screw what the numbers say. Right. Sorry. That's all I uh, wanted to say real quick. Well, if the Dodgers did everything we do exactly like we did, Dave Roberts, everything regular season, and we managed with our balls on the table, you might say, mm -hmm. we might have three or four rings already. Right. We've, the, we've made that mistake three or four years, and I got to be honest, last night, you talk about my emotions, it was the same old, same old. I was pissed at almost every move Roberts made last night. Until he stuck with Urias, which was the right move, which was good. Right. But he, he changed pitchers so often last night, and I'm going to be honest, I wasn't very happy about it, but it worked out because I guess it averages out over five to six playoff chances. But, like... The Rays dodgered themselves. The Rays dodgered themselves, yep. So, that's kind of cool. That's got to be cool to be on the other side of that, huh? It was nice. Okay, I'm sorry. Keep going. So, you're... Uh, well, they score a couple of runs. You're score happy. Score a couple of runs. Uh, oh, this manager. He he was. I'm not saying anything about this guy, but he was drinking himself a little bit. He was a great guy, and I don't know if he was just jazzed up because it was Dodgers. I don't know if he's been out of work for six months and now he's finally back. As soon as the Dodgers win, he's running around. Every drink is three dollars. Every drink is three dollars. You got people. It's a hotel, remember? So you got people coming out of the pool to take Jameson shots. Everyone's taking pictures, and. Uh, I'm getting texts from from people left and right. It's just joyous celebration. Yeah, I uh, I'm excited for you. I'm happy. Uh, it's also kind of funny that. So, do, is the coronavirus a big deal anymore, or is it not a big deal anymore, or does it only matter if I your team wins? See, a title? I didn't even I didn't even follow that whole drama. Sid Turner has it. Is that what you're talking about? Oh, I wasn't talking about that, but I'm glad you brought it up. He would have been the 908 athlete of the week. We could have brought it up later, but I do want to ask you this. Uh, is 
it are they bigger cheaters than the Astros for having a super spreader on their team? True. Uh, well, because the Astros didn't really kill anybody when it came to hit banging the trash can a couple of times. Uh, well, they did kill Kershaw when. Oh, they just, I see what you're saying because they they could have spread it to the Rays. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I'm, well, th- these are things that need to be said. I, I mean, need to be asked is just all I wanted to say. Uh, I'd listen to Dr. Fauci on this one, but he can't throw a pitch. We've seen that. Yeah. yeah. So we literally don't have – we have people who can th- throw a baseball, which is probably, what, 98% of uh, humans. Yeah. And then we have people who are experts at the virus, which is Fauci, and there's no overlap. Yeah, okay. So uh, – uh, we don't know. We'll never really answer that question. I'm real rattled about the whole thing, though. So, they, were they in a bubble? Who broke the bubble? Bellinger, probably. It was for sure Bellinger. But he might have just stumbled out. He didn't even know where yeah, the bubble he did. was. Yeah, he doesn't know. Because there's no. He probably thought there was actually a bubble, and right. he thought, well, I can go wherever, and I'll I'll run into this thing. Yeah, yeah. Whenever yeah. I run into it, then I'm. <laughs> then we'll stop. And, and he go just back. stumbled out, and he, yeah. you know, he totally. thought it was bigger than everyone else thought. No, I totally agree. I totally agree. I just don't understand how it took them till the eighth inning to to say, it doesn't "Hey, make any probably sense. should get yeah. you out." <laughs> like, I I don't know. I don't know. There's no <laughs> there's no way they didn't know. I mean, maybe. The best you could do is say, like, Roberts didn't know, but someone knew. Someone was withholding that information. They weren't just like... Oh, yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. He got the test, and they... Like, who's running that test in the middle of the game? Like, they probably ran it right when he did it. Right. That's or, what they, or it's at a laboratory, and they'd wait till like, the next day or something, but, like, they're probably right on site. They probably tested it, and someone... I'm not saying that... It could be the Dodgers weren't at fault, but they probably were. But someone had the information. Well, somebody, somebody's in trouble. I don't really. Well, I don't care. Well, another thing is, uh, he was he tested positive and then he went back out to celebrate. Yeah, and everyone's pissed about that. Who ca- like? Who cares? Oh, I don't care one bit. But do you see how? Do you see how like hypocritical some things can be right. in the society? Right. Like, where are all the the True, not yeah. We're all the truthers saying that this is well. They're every other. Team, they, they're just not in L.A. Every other team's going off. Okay. Everyone else is going off. Of okay. I uh, will also say that I think it's a good PR move by Major League Baseball because tomorrow the baseball will not be talked about until spring training comes along, or maybe like free agency or whatever. But now. That this happened, everybody's going to be talking about baseball still. Two more weeks until until free agency, or until well, the virus takes two weeks. So oh, true. Two weeks of yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. So everybody's going to be talking about this in, yeah. in in the news. So that's actually a good PR move by baseball. They always want to be uh, getting in the news because nobody talks about baseball anymore. How come? I mean, was baseball in a bubble or no? How come every single sentence of the NBA season was either started within the bubble or ended within the bubble, and no one said the word bubble during baseball? Were they just not in a bubble? I have no idea. I don't. I don't. Know. I would assume they like kind of were, right? Well, they only played it. They played at the same stadium the whole time. So, but like, I just don't get. I I, I just don't, don't know. get it. I I 
John, because I don't it's not know. even really like he like broke the bubble because I don't never heard him talk about a bubble. I don't think he broke anything. I, ju- he I just got the virus. He just got. I mean, it's virus shaming is kind of messed up as well. It's not like you want to get it. You're not freaking trying not, to get it. He wasn't out there rolling himself in cough. You know. Yeah, he's not like doing it. And maybe it was false. Maybe it was a false test. I just feel bad for him. Mm. You know, the true Long Beach guy like Justin Turner. Uh, I'm, I, you You're know, his I've, biggest I've fan. always said that he's the yeah. biggest Long Beach guy here. And I'm happy for him that he finally won a title. But it's just bullshit that, I mean, he's been their best player for this run. Not, not, not today, not this season's run, but right. over the years, the last like five years when they've been good or whatever, hasn't he, wouldn't you say he's been their best guy? Yes, for sure. The most yeah. consistent for sure. Right. It's, uh, besides Kershaw during the regular season, Kershaw in the postseason right. stinks. Which here's something else for you. Would Kershaw in the, in a normal season have pitched this well? Probably not. I agree. But good for him. I mean, you know. We'll never know. It's it's such But I see what you're saying now. I see what you're saying when like certain certain people in the news don't wear a mask or spread the virus and then certain people in Long Beach go on Twitter and everything and and say like can't believe this guy. Like I don't think I don't think Robert Garcia or anyone in Long Beach is going to shame Justin Twitter and say this is not how you represent Long Beach on yes. Twitter. I see what you're saying. Now. They're all going to say, like, go Dodgers. Right. But if someone they didn't like. We'll just sweep that one under the rug. Yeah. That, yeah. that one didn't matter. Yeah. But if it was someone we didn't like. Yeah. They would be out in their, you know, whatever. I just, it just, there's some, the well, a, we don't use the H word too often. No. But there's, you know, quite a bit of hypocrisy out there. Mm. Mm. You see how hard that sounds? Hypocrisy. Yeah. So I don't say the H word too often. Uh, okay. Do you have anything else about your Dodgers? Well, should we get to the call, or do you want to set it up, or do you have something first? No, no, no. no. I, I, we could get to the call. Let's get to the call because I. We'll you just, set it up. You have we'll your. We'll continue Dodger this this deal. this conversation. We got two of our good buddies, maybe even three. I don't know who who's all with them right now. Okay. Uh, diehards from Long Beach. We text all the time about Dodgers. We exclude you because you don't like baseball, right? As you know. But we text about the Dodgers all the time. Uh, Chris Hubbard, Casey Casper, they both went to the game last night. And let me tell you something. They were on top of the world. Uh, FaceTimed us probably FaceTimed me like twice last night. And I've already I've already talked to them for like an hour and a half this morning. They called me twice on their on their drive back from Dallas to Austin. They are rolling. They got drunk with the boys last night. They uh, well not not they just got drunk with each other. With each other, but, yeah. <laughs> Okay. But I feel like they got into the locker room. No, I feel like they probably felt like they were they were with like you know Seager, but they weren't. Right, right, right. But Seager, let me tell you something about Seager. First off, great looking guy. Second, probably the best player in the league. Third, he was incredible. This he was incredible. Playoffs. He was a joke. I wonder if he will ever. We'll see. He's young, and maybe he'll just continue to be the best player ever. I really think it helped him that. He had stars around him. Like I don't know if he if I feel he, like he's just so much more relaxed when he's not the guy because he's been the guy for and he always choked a little bit. Uh, like I, I want I want to be wrong guy, though. Yeah, but he you know he's got well Mookie. He's in between Mookie, Mookie Turner. He's in between Mookie Turner and Bellinger. 
Bellinger stinks. It's a nice place to hit. Yeah. Bellinger stinks, but... He did come up with some big hits, though, and I will give him credit for that. And I feel like he just, he just slugs at the strike zone, so if guys are on, you're scared of Bellinger. Right. Because you have to throw strikes. He, I, I don't, I'm not going to say stinks. I just think he's the most overrated player in the league. Yeah. I think he's overrated as well, but I still love him. But he had some big hits, and that's, I, you know, congrats on those big hits. If he, if Bellinger didn't have those three, like, important plate appearances where he hit a dinger or a hit or whatever, then the Dodgers wouldn't have won the World Series. Right. And that's sometimes all you need. Right. Jock Peterson, too, by the way, maybe the second best player in the league. Yeah. Even though I don't know if he did anything last night, but text him like 12 times. He's never responded. <laughs> but I'm just saying he's epic. I would love to hang out with him. All right. Do you want to let's you, uh, let's call Case Casper, Chris Hubbard. They might even be with Peel. All those when you're in Texas, you don't even know. Wow. OK. OK. Well, let's do it. Wow. I sort of got screwed on the old bedroom selection. Every room's like four times as big as mine. Champion, you've also got Chris Hubbard on the line. Coincidentally, also a World Series champion. Hey, it's uh, John Grossi, also World Series champion. But we have a uh, we have Paul Slater here. Over, he's uh, uh, he he runs a podcast. Not yeah. quite, a, not quite a champion. Always wanted to be a champion. Yeah, num- top rated podcast in Long Beach, though. So I don't know if that means anything to uh, you. Yeah, soon to be champion. Yeah, I think point. you're the first non-champion I've talked to today, Paul. Wow, you know, and that means a lot that you chose me. <laughs> Yeah, I really appreciate that. Uh, Should we just get right into it? Yeah, let's get right into it. Oh, let's just get right into it. What are you guys doing? Where are you guys? What's happening? We've had a hell of a day. Uh, All all good vibes. Pretty much been on a high for about 24 hours now. But we are uh, in Austin, Texas, making our way to the airport. About to uh, send Chris Hubbard back home as a champion. Yeah, that's true. That's uh, had, uh, had some lunch with uh, fellow World Series champion James Peel. Great to see him. That's big. Oh, I didn't know he got a ring. I know he's a friend of that's yeah. good. Yeah, he that's... was one of the first to get one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let me. Let me. They, fit, they fitted his his finger first, huh? <laughs> let me ask you guys this real quick: How hard did you guys try to one storm the field if that was possible, and two? Uh, sneak into the locker room at the end of their celebration to celebrate by drinking some Budweiser's with the boys. Wow, that sounds glorious. Well, we were in the equivalent of the Lodge level at Dodger Stadium, and we were surrounded by Dodger fans, so it was kind of tough to, to make our way to the field, but we were really, really soaking it in. Kind of just the classic, you know, both arms extended, looking up, at the, up into the championship scoreboard it was something yeah, yeah really as, as my good friend john grossi a fellow champion would say really just basking in it yeah and soaking <laughs> soaking it up big smiles i mean even a couple random high fives in this covid environment that's hard to come by but uh man it was something else it was amazing uh, i was so happy i hadn't been that happy in a long time basking <laughs> in it was it was exactly right and it can can you well, take us. Let's just talk about the game and and the emotions there in the game. Take us through a little bit of that. Yeah, I'll, I'll walk you through because I was so you buy the tickets in pods before. Uh, it was us two and, and Casey's two brothers, and I was by far the most tense in the group. Blake Snell really? came out, and he, yeah, I was I was 
like very very tight. You were Casey's the tightest one there, huh? Oh yeah. Never would have thought. Was keeping the vibes loose. He was cool as a cucumber the whole time. He's like, if we keep, if we are close and we get late in the, in the game, um, we're, we got this. But yeah, I mean, Blake Snell had our number in game two. I think he had, you know, almost 10 Ks in game two. He comes out first two times through the lineup, and you know, he made the top of our lineup like Mookie, Corey Seager, Justin Turner. He made them look awful, and then you know, gets through the second time. He's at 76 pitches, and then their manager comes out and pulls him. And that was legit the first time the crowd got up in the first half of the game. Uh, we were talking to Kobe earlier today, and uh, he, he put it in a really funny way. He goes, he, he, the Dodgers really look like they're struggling out there. So, you know what, we're actually going to help you out and make this uh, easier on you. And they go to the bullpen, and then what do you know, three batters later, bang, 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 2-1 lead, and then – you could never look back. Yeah, the, the stadium picked up the electricity, and then as the game got later, you could really start to feel that the Rays were pressing. We uh, we talked about that just a little while ago, John and I. Are you happy that nerds ruined baseball and actually helped the Dodgers win a World Series by taking out well, – the Rays took out Blake Snell uh, because they're nerds and instead of leaving him in because he's a bulldog. Are you happy about that? So, yeah, I'd like to take that one, Paul. Uh you know, go, go, ahead, me, hey, go ahead, Casey. Thanks, thanks, guys. I felt, yeah, felt compelled. Uh, you know, part of me understands that position. We're all going to hyperanalyze, dissect every game, every big move, and and what is you know the grandest stage of all of baseball. But at the end of the day, I think everyone would agree that the Dodgers were by far the superior team. Outplayed them in the series. Outplayed them nearly every game. And you know, we've been knocking on the doorstep for almost a decade now, and it's been a long road. I think. I think that that's just the baseball gods maybe giving us a little push in, in the right direction, and, and we took advantage of it and grabbed that momentum right back and, and never looked back. They also understood we were, of course, you know, in attendance and wanted to do it for us. That's, exactly. That's a good point. Chris, when did you realize that – when did you stop freaking out? How about I uh, phrase it that way? <laughs> when – dude, when Mookie Betts hit that homer in the ninth, oh. it got about out like – it, it was going up, obviously, but once the ball like kind of crossed the dirt of the infield, you're like, that thing is smoke. And, you know, we just all – I was screaming at the absolute top of my lungs, jumping up and down. So once we extended it to 3-1, I really felt like we had some breathing room. And Urias has just been absolute nails all postseason. So once you saw that he was cruising, you're like and, – and, you know, Roberts didn't warm up Jansen, right, which – Love Kenley, he's a Dodger for life, but like at this stage when Julio's been rolling, he let him go in game seven of the NLCS. He kept him going in last night. And, you know, once Julio had the ball in the ninth, I felt pretty good and, you know, he went out there and just mowed down those two batters looking. Yeah, there was wild. there's a slight concern there that it took a while for for Julio to take the mound and we were scared someone was coming in from the bullpen, but he finally uh, ran up there. You know, I think he was just probably putting some baby powder on his uh, huge ass balls that he has. Uh, so, you know, he he applied and he got the job done. Do you think that Dave Roberts should get an extension because he finally figured out that Kenley Jansen stinks? <laughs> it's a tough subject because I really appreciate what Kenley Jansen's done in the past, but. It's just kind of apparent that we have some better. I think we have some better arms out there now, 
but I think Dave is in the middle of a four-year deal. I think he's got two left after this season. So I'm, I'm just happy for everybody, dude. We got the monkey off of our back. We've been talking about it. This may be the start of something special. I'm hoping we rattle off a few here. Yeah, what what is the over-under for World Series rings in the next five years for the Dodgers? Well, that's a good question, Case. Uh, I will say they're the favorites next year because of the herd immunity that was brought on by Justin Turner. Uh, he has the virus. I don't know if you've heard. Uh, so they're going to be perfectly good to go by the time next season rolls around. So you could probably count that as one uh, ring in the next five years for sure. I like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, I may set it one and a half and take the over. I yeah. think two is the right number over the next five. Let me. Uh, I have a question, and, and I'll address you first, Casey, since uh, Hubbard's really been been leading off most of these questions. And uh, what would you? Can you explain? We have a small but mighty Dodgers group text, right? Can you explain sort of the emotion that's that's sort of been built up over the last ten years, and what it like through as a fan who's just in and every night in and out of the game? What did that feel like to finally to get that win for? Let's say for us, who did a lot of work on us. Yeah. That's a that's a good question, and admittedly, when when we won, I almost felt more uh, relief than joy, just because we've been working so hard for this. And as as uh, as Hubbard mentioned, getting the monkey off our back was really what it was all about. So, you know, I've been watching Dodger games since I was probably six, seven, eight years old. It's been a, a big part of my life and childhood, and you know, it's it's been a two decade process of working to this to this point and obviously been knocking on the doorstep for you know back back from 2010 2011 2012 when we were making the playoffs and then here most recently our big world series losses so man a a next level feeling and uh just excited to uh keep that keep that momentum going into next year uh i got a quick question for we'll 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 send this one to chris hubbard chris uh it, it went, it's been a while since the Dodgers have won a World Series, right? Since 1988. Um, are you disappointed in them that it took them this long? And then finally, when they did win it, it's a season that didn't really even count. Wow, that's, that's tough. Do you want to rephrase that question? Well, no, I, I, I think it counts. Some are saying it doesn't count. Paul, do you, Paul, do you even have a favorite baseball team? <laughs> so, so, I didn't say it. I'm just saying some people have said that this season didn't count because it was only 60 games. Well, I think, I think you can pretty quickly uh, nip that, that argument in the bud with the two best teams in each of the American league and, and national league making the world series. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty thankful that none of the, like for the most part, the top seeds won in the three game uh, wild card round that they put in this year. And because of that, like, you know, none of the one or two seeds went out and it was very, very apparent that, Everybody was going out there and, and giving it their all. Also, until Justin Turner news came out, nobody really got sick. It's just the people who opted out. So, unlike the NFL, where you know teams are are really getting hit by the virus and it's just kind of making a pretty big impact on the way the season is unfolded, we had a pretty clean slate with MLB and we also had a pretty clean slate with uh, NBA, both of which LA, you know, cleaned up. So, hey. uh, and going back to how long it's been, man. It's been it's been a grind. 1988. Shout out to Jim and Joan, the year that they were married. Wow, big. We're back. Hey, you have to ex- yeah. excuse my friend Paul. He's he's not a world champion like us, so he he's not he doesn't get some of the 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 parts about winning like we do. 
Right. Well, yeah, I think right. he just has clouded vision because the clarity you have once you're, you know, champion stature, it's just, it's truly, you know, another level. That's, Paul, that's do you remember true. any championships that took place around the year 2007? Uh, I remember a Whaley uh, uh, League Championship for the A's. Is that is that correct? Oh, that's right. That's right. And we, oh, yeah, 2005 as well. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. two out of three. Right? <laughs> yeah. You guys were pretty good. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think that's what happened. Uh, I, you... I think I think it's Hubbard's peak, peak of Hubbard's life, and he just doesn't quite want to let it well, go. Well, I'm a champion now, so this, right. this is the new peak of my life. Yeah. Uh, have you guys gotten tested for the virus yet after uh, Justin Turner spread it to you I, inside? I'm going tomorrow because it's pretty easy to get a test in L.A. But, uh, yeah, I had an antibodies test last week, tested negative, but I think it's our civic duty to uh, to go ahead and get tested, you know, as soon as possible. Yeah, it, it didn't feel like, you know, you, you're not in the stadium and worried about it, but... You know, looking back, it's like, okay, there were 11,000 people there. It's probably the, the smart thing. Feeling, feel, this is the best hangover I, I've ever had. Um, but other than that, feeling pretty good. What uh, what was just the general atmosphere? Was it weird? Did it feel like a normal playoff game? What was it like seeing such a tense moment with not a full stadium? Yeah, you know, I uh, I went to game game five of uh, World Series, and I would say that the, the two environments were pretty different. You know, in, inside the stadium, you have about 25% capacity, but 90% of those fans are, are Dodger fans. So when we jump into an early lead, you know, it really sparks the crowd and gets everyone very in, into the game. But, uh, you know, the entire first half, you know, really through the sixth inning, very tense environment, very, very quiet. You know, we were trying to get let's go Dodgers chance and, not not with a ton of success, so I think that just kind of speaks to uh, how tense and anxious everyone was. But, you know, the minute Blake Snell got, got removed, um, you know, definitely some, <clears throat> some momentum building and just, you know, a complete 180 from the environment we were in prior. So, you know, all things considered, I think uh, MLB, you know, a quick shout-out to MLB, did a great job. Uh, <laughs> they're they're going to appreciate this big time, by the way. Hey, we tur- turn this part up, MLB. <laughs> putting this this together and uh you know really an awesome environment in a in a great ballpark thanks thanks bud c like i will give the dodgers a little bit of credit here well i'll give them a lot of credit because they won no way they won a they won a title and that's big you guys are world champions never forget that uh but i will say the rays are used to playing in front of 11,000 fans because nobody goes to their games and the Dodgers uh, are used to playing with a lot of fans. So they probably felt uh, how to deal with a little bit more adversity. The Dodgers, they probably weren't used to it. It was probably a little weird for them. So a lot of credit to them for getting through that. That's right. Uh, As, as you head to the airport here, uh, Hubbard, you made the trip all the way up from California. Casey, you uh, obviously went to multiple games, took you, you didn't just live in Texas. You lived in Texas, as I like to say. And what do you guys think? How worth it was it? Obviously, you know, you took some days off work, but what are your, your final thoughts heading back? 1,000% worth it at this point, but I will say uh, after game four and that absolute nightmare of an ending to that game, I was rattled. I was absolutely rattled to my core and really evaluating my decision to make the trip out. I was nervous. Like, am I going to go in there and, you know, go to two games, 
have the, I, I was looking at the opportunity to clinch two nights in a row, and then I had to go in there with two, two, two series and and do it the hard way. But now that we're champions and getting to see it in person, you really can't put a price on that. It it was, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah it was something really something amazing. we'll remember forever, and to be able to be at the game where they won the first World Series in our lifetime, the last. 32 years she was remarkable do you guys feel Quick like question for you guys go ahead. go ahead no you go ahead i was just, I was just gonna say uh <laughs> quick question uh while we close out here and we'll, then we'll let you guys go soon but uh no, 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 no. You know, no, no, we, we, we'll let you go yeah, we'll, <laughs> you go <laughs> uh so i just got an update it said mlb to investigate turner incident Dodgers third baseman emphatically refused to comply with COVID-19 protocols while celebrating. What's your thought on that? Uh, you know, he's, he's been taking a lot of grief in the, in the news today. How do we, how do we feel about him, you know, celebrating with his teammates after testing positive? Uh, I, I, it honestly doesn't really bother me, but that's sort of been my, my stance as far as I just feel like everyone knew the situation. You want to stay away from him, you can. If 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 there was like an right, if there was a problem in there, I mean, that's why you literally have those guys have so much. They have the manager, they have upper management. I mean, it, it's just like any other workplace situation. If guys were uncomfortable, maybe they they should have confronted that with the team. But as far as they're sure. probably all in, in peak health and they're not, you know, they're looking at. Uh, I mean, just obviously anything bad can happen, but they're looking at probably two weeks of sickness or. And they're they're worth that for celebrating the victory of their lives. So if they chose to do that, I'm all for it. I don't think any of them are gonna, you know, win this World Series and immediately go bring the trophy back to their grandparents. So that's my personal thought. I think they're probably headed to, uh, you know, Hawaii and other places with wives and girlfriends. But Disney World, maybe, yeah, as well. So personally, not too worried about that. But I understand people are gonna uh, complain, and that's their right, you know, case. Yeah, sometimes they need something to complain about. Yeah, I, I think uh, with him being kind of the heart and soul of the, uh, the Dodgers, especially over these last several years and, and those runs, I think it would be uh, a mistake to not have him out there with you. I totally agree with you, Case. He's been the the backbone of the organization. Some might say in the postseason, at least, of the last probably five, six, seven years. But let me commend, right. let me commend you, Casey. That was not an easy question it was yeah. a, to answer, and you really you asked the tough hitting questions, which is why we're so glad to be on your show. Uh, it's you made me uncomfortable, but I had to go on the ledge and, and give my opinion. So uh, thanks <laughs> well, for thank you. thanks for I, pushing I mean to me. Attribute it to uh, being a rally coach here back in the day and just being able to learn on the fly, you know. Well, some would say we're World Series champs and legends. I have one more oh, question for you guys. Uh, is that okay? Yeah, what's up, Paul? Okay, my last question is going to be, do you guys feel better now knowing that you weren't the jinx that uh, was the reason why the Dodgers lost? Probably, right? You guys were both at the game in in Houston when they lost game seven. Was that right? Uh, Uh, Yeah, yeah, the the tumultuous game five. Game five. 12-13, that was. Right. Uh, Good question. You know, I think we were always confident in our abilities. We, We... performed at an undefeated level you know this time around so i appreciate the question but you know we we always knew that the dodgers would pull through and, and make it happen now the question does remain is casey the jinx for the texas longhorns because ever since he moved to texas they fucking suck <laughs> and they can't do it 
Well, you know what? Call me a nerd, but analytically, we knew if we kept sending you guys to games, your talent would eventually, like, statistically prove us right and we would win. True, so, it, true. you know, you didn't handle the big moment great the first time, but you also used that experience for this last time, and it really worked out yesterday. True, true. Bye. Well, well, boys, hey, we appreciate you uh, joining the show. Congratulations on being world champions. Um, good luck next year as well, and uh, uh, safe travels to both of you. Thank you. We appreciate it. World champions, we did it finally. Thank I got, you, gentlemen. I, I have one other question. How many phone calls have you guys made today? We've been to all the champions in our phone book on the three-hour drive from Dallas to uh, Austin. <laughs> It's been awesome. That's great. Well, we're going to hang up, and maybe you guys can talk to each other for a few minutes, too. All right. Thanks. Join out top, boys. Bask in it, boys. Bask in it. Bask in it. Love you guys. Hey. Wow. What a moment, eh? What a moment for Dodger fans everywhere. Uh, Happy for you. Thank you. Uh, happy for all said, our friends. We'll, you know, we'll say it over, uh, over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah, hundred uh, percent. All right, let's uh, let's shut this thing down, John. Uh, as you know, it is Halloween this Saturday, is it not? That is true. And daylight savings. Mm-hmm. And Wait, it's the same day. Yeah. Holy sh. So I think what we do is, do we get an extra hour of sleep? Fall back. Does that mean we get an extra hour of sleep, or do we lose an hour of sleep? I think we lose. No. So, yeah. Daylight savings is if you ending. Go, let's say you go to sleep at midnight Saturday, and you wake you up fall at back. You wake up at eight. It's actually seven. I don't know. I don't understand. No, no, you fall back, right? So, so if, midnight's technically eleven. Oh, maybe you gain an hour. Shoot. We're such we're a time show. We're a time podcast, though. We need to get this right. Oh, I, I think d- you gain an hour of sleep. I had a million dollar idea the other day. You oh, yeah, I, yeah, I do. Well, this this is like you know how they say the rich get richer. Yeah, this is how if I was pr- like top one percent rich in the in the world, uh-huh. this is what I would do to get even richer. Okay, hit me. If you just make a new watch, I got a watch ad. This is how I, I started thinking about it. Are you gonna be a watch guy? And you sell? No, no, no. I don't know why I got that ad. That's a good point. Yeah, because you... No, I will never wear a watch. Yeah. I never say never. Yeah. I don't get watches. I don't get watches. But I used to not get IPAs, and now I'm, <laughs> I'm the biggest IPA guy there's ever been. Yeah, that's Any a good, of them. That's Any a good point. That's a good uh, point. Okay, so if you're rich, why not just investment, investment-wise, cut everyone, like make a watch cheaper than everyone else? And sell it to a bunch of people, and once like, and then you and then you control time, and then you can just sort of switch time up on everyone, and you can convince once like half the people in the world have your time, oh. you can convince everyone has to be on it because the other one will be like a few minutes off. Yeah, and then you control time, and then you control the market. Okay, yeah, Isn't that a pretty genius idea. That's a good idea. I don't, but like. You have to have a lot of money, I think, to do that. I don't even think I don't even, like. No offense, I don't think even our listeners could Venmo us, Venmo our way into this idea. This is like I'm just gonna give that one to Elon Musk. Yeah. Okay. Or is it the other guy? What is Cupertino? See some bullshit. 
the Apple made up because I think they're they know what they're they know this idea too. That's what I'm saying. They're giving everyone iPhones, and as soon as mark my words, Steve Jobs probably wrote this years before he died. Mark my words, as soon as half the globe, not half the nation, half the globe of iPhones, yeah. they will change the time on us. They're gonna just switch Cupertino up a little bit. And then everyone's going to have to be on Cupertino. And then Android people are always going to be late. They're going to lose their jobs. They're going to get iPhones. Okay, yeah. That now, now, See? now you're, the wheels are turning in my brain. Yeah. And my brain's not that big, but I get it. I know what you're saying. Yeah. If you control time, you control the watch and clock market. Then you can sell your own clocks. It's genius. Apple knows what they're doing. Apple, I think Apple is t- Everyone doing always this. says Apple's a technology company. They've mm. always been a time company. It's a time company. They just, no one else is thinking long term. I like that. I like yeah. that. Now we have to get jobs at Apple. Apple wants us. You and know, Apple needs us. And they need us. But poor Steve Jobs, he can't turn time backwards. Well, maybe he can. If this mother, mother of, Whoa. if this guy comes back mm. from the dead, mm. Mm. we'll know. Mm. All signs point towards Cupertino. Okay, now our whole Steve Jobs is alive thing. I think maybe he's not alive. Exactly. But but he will be yeah. in the past and See, the future. And we knew that. Yeah. Okay. Shit. Uh, yeah, anyway, I don't know if we, if we gain an hour or not. I think we gain an hour of sleep. Okay. Speaking of Venmo, by the way, I don't know if you saw this. <laughs> uh, What's that called again? Transition. No. Train of thought. No, it's not transition. There's another word for it. We always talk about it. Segway. Segway. Yeah, segway. Segway. Okay. Speaking yeah, of Venmo. Segway. I don't know if you saw this, but there's a massive ship. Some are saying it might be a yacht right off the coast of Long Beach, and they don't know why it's there. Oh boy. So, have our listeners bought us a yacht? Uh, Is it ours? Okay, I love this, but I hate I hate that we know the surprise before the surprise. No, you guys, you guys, is it an early Christmas present for us? Because okay, we have to go back. We have to go look in in Michelle K's Venmo (laughs) Venmo history. See if everyone's been Venmoing her like like something like something random like like oh. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, okay. We know what you guys did, and we're gonna act surprised. It's and you know what? You can come on it. So what they're saying is, they're it's a yacht, but they don't know why it's anchored in L.A. because, uh, all of the the cruises right now, all the cruise ships. Well, it's not a yacht. It's a cruise ship. Is that the difference? A cruise ship's just a big yacht. It's a yacht. Just like it's a Duffy no. is a small yacht. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. So it's a big yacht, a cruise ship, but no cruises are available right now. So they're wondering why it's there, and I think it's because our listeners bought us something. And do you, all we got to do, let's just act surprised. Okay. How about that? Yeah. Or should we just cut that whole part out? So now cut, they're going to be on to well, us. Yeah, we'll cut it out. Yeah, cut it out. Okay. Uh, let's move on. I got, I have actually one question for you. Do you know how kidney stones work? Oh, no. Okay. Because (laughs) you know, what's funny. Let me tell you something. This is a little inside, uh, inside scoop on my, my mind. This is for all the listeners. I usually just get real drunk and 
uh, I think of something, and then I immediately put it into our show, uh, our show, oh, I like Google that. Doc. I just put one word, and I totally forgot. And I was like trying to see what we were going to talk about today, and I opened our Google Doc, and it just said kidney stones on it. And then I remembered. I was like, oh, I was drunk as shit, and I was wondering how the hell kidney stones work. How do you get them? Do kidneys help with alcohol consumption? Or is that liver only? That's li- well, the body's very interconnected. We're still learning about it. Uh, kidneys, you can you can give someone a kidney, right? Yeah. So that means they're not very important. They're not that important. Or is that the one you have an extra? You have an extra kidney. It's like your spare tire. Hmm. You'll. But then why would you ever need to give someone a kidney if they have their spare tire? Right. Hmm. So somebody already has an extra kidney. Knows crazy is I don't know the answer yet, but I know we're about to figure it out. That's how good we are. Yeah, we're very smart. <laughs> okay. <Here's> a, <laughs> uh, so this kid- is crazy that we're so good at science. Do okay. girls get kidney stones? Because I hear stories about boys getting kidney stones. Oh, yeah. And you have to like piss it out, right? Do girls have kidneys? I think girls have kidneys. I think girls do, but... Are all boys urethras the same size? That's a good. That's that's the question. Yeah. Because and and then I think also, I think they're not all painful. Only some of them are because they get broken down. It's yeah. something's getting th- something, and then they don't get broken down. And then you hear these horror stories about pissing out a rock. Yeah, you got to piss rocks out. My brother had that one time. Ugh. I think he had it twice. Oh, that was another one of my questions. If you get kidney stones once. Is it like tonsils? I think once it's removed, no, 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 it's gone no, 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 forever. Because, can you do it again? Because something wrong is happening in your kidney. You don't. Oh. Not, everyone's not born with two kidney stones that they just they get rid of. That's that's why that that's, was what I was asking. No, that's why I'm explaining to you. I'm the basically the Fauci of kidney stones. So this is you, listen up. And listen. if I'm, I may take some of this back. You have to listen up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to subscribe right now because this is an ongoing. We're learning. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. the kidney. Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's getting everything. It's I think it secretes. I think the word secretion. I'm that just, reminds. That sounds about right because secrete. What do you think of concrete? Concrete stones. Yep. Kidney stones. Kidney stones. So the secretion process. It should have very small little minerals, but sometimes they get they look more like a stone. You know, the kind of stone you might throw across the lake. Yeah, you skip, skip it, it a few times. Yeah, you skip it. And so that's bad. And sometimes you have to pee that out. But women. I think they do get it and they don't talk about it because it's like, I think that's probably part of what they say. Like, Oh, I'm having some feminine things. Yeah. Like they have all the same shit, but then they just, they disguise it. And then they talk to each other and they say, yeah, I had these kidney stones, but they'll never let the rest of us know. I know what it is because women have children. Mm. And when you birth a child, the child's big, right? And it comes out of their uterus. Mm. I'm I'm assuming we are a uterus podcast. Our kidneys you, the same as a uterus. Well, this is what I'm thinking is the stones that they have to piss out just comes out with the baby. Oh yeah, and it doesn't hurt as bad because birthstone. Yeah, that's why everybody's given a birthstone. <laughs> there we go. See, I knew it. Okay, which one's yours? Uh, I don't know. Taurus. Is that what is a birthstone? I don't know. Mine's a Taurus, I think. Mine's a Gemini. Oh, oh, Gem. 
oh, that's Mining why. Mining for gems. Okay. Okay. Eureka. More oh. like urethra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, if if you want to be a scientist, get your head out of a book and start actually using. <laughs> use your brain, people. Yeah. That's why. That's why yeah. it's there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's. <laughs> All right. Let's let's move on. Uh, Halloween's coming up. Right. This is why I was Halloween-y. talking about Halloween. Kidney right. stone. Okay. This is why I wanted to bring up Halloween in the first place. Then it went to time. I wanted to bring this up first, but Halloween's coming up. Well, once you pass the, <laughs> the kidney stone, you have a Halloweeny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Okay, I'm done. Do you Go think ahead. people are still listening? No, there's no chance. There, we can't have that many listeners. No, there's no way. Uh, okay, I want to ask you this. How many times are you going to watch Coco? I'm going to watch it one good... It's already planned. Okay. I already know which blanket I'm going to have over me. I know it's going to be on Sunday. Dia okay. de lo, How do you say it? Dia, 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 Dia de los Muertos. Dia de los Muertos. Yeah. Pretty good. Muertos. Uh, I'm going to get a nice uh, dark brown ale, and I'm going to sip it, and it, maybe, a, maybe a pork... Maybe a, a is that bigger? Port, uh, Port Republic. Porter, 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 Porterhouse steak. Maybe a double IPA. Oh, you're talking beers right yeah, now. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm getting nice. A and then, uh, What's a double IPA? Is there just two IPAs mixed together? Well, it's double. <laughs> you have an India Pale Ale. Oh, okay. It's super. It's it's everything's double. Yeah. Paler. It's paler. It's a doubler. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm ecstatic about Coco. I'm going to watch it once. You're going to watch it? Are you going to cry? I'm going to cry. It's going to be on Sunday. So, Saturday is Halloween. We're going to lose an yeah. hour. We might gain an hour. We don't know. No, we gain an hour. We gain. We, we're going to. We fall back, but we gain an hour. I think what it is is we gain one, but then I'm literally just going to throw it away by crying. Yeah. You're going to so, use that to I'm cry. I'm going to net, net even. Yeah, watching on Sunday. Remember me. So what's the deal with Halloween? Did it get canceled? Uh, n- no. Well, I I think in the end, people are making this big sink, and it's just going to be exactly how it should be, which it's probably going to be smaller. People might just go to their neighbors who they know, right? do their thing in a quiet fashion, because you should be scared of the, of the virus. It's spiking in certain places, but you're also not going to completely just shut down in your eight foot little living room and live your life there. Uh, and kids are all doing things virtually anyways, via Minecraft and what's else Fortnite and all that stuff. So they're used to doing everything on online anyways. So they could just trick or treat online. I'm assuming that's true. That's they're probably true. doing a Fortnite Like, I mean, they'd much rather, I'm sure they'd something. much rather get more points in their little, in like Fortnite than yeah. candy. Like there's probably like a, like another life. Yeah. You get virtual candy. They'd re- yeah. Much better than real candy. So you can buy new costumes and stuff on Fortnite. Uh, I'm playing a little concert out on, on my you? porch this Saturday. I You're like welcome that. to come. Thank you. Uh, it'll be... And I might. It'll be like... There's not nothing else to do. The neighbors will be out. It's it's part of the concert series over here that we've been doing every Saturday. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And, you know, you can just take your chair, you and whoever your little circle is of, of who you want to share germs with. Yeah. And then you can socially distance from everyone else. Yeah. And just sit there and enjoy some, some music. 
Well, I heard the governor, your boy Vinny Noose, said that it was canceled this year. But so the kids, well, this goes back to your fan base, uh, your favorite fan base. So it's not okay for the kids to go trick or treating, but it's okay for your fan base to go throw a par- throw parades. But if if you win a World Series, you are you, that's like the vaccine. Oh, okay. Yeah, then it's everything's good. Well, you just it's not good if if, for, if you're not a Dodgers. Fan. Mm, maybe that's what we need to do. Maybe if if everyone wins everyone a wins Series. a World Series. Or a championship. And literally, that's all it takes. So the virus the is one be... guy that can't throw a freaking strike. Yeah, it's true. So the virus is going to be gone now in L.A. or in California because two titles went to L.A. And then one went to Tampa Bay where the Lightning won the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. So everybody's going to be moving to Florida and L.A. Mm-hmm. because the viruses will be yep. gone by then. Uh, quick shout. Shout out to Justin Turner in all honesty single-handedly got the entire team herd immunity. Yeah. So, well, and now the Dodgers are going to be good now, to go next season. Now we're season. good to go. Everyone's worried about next season. We we got herd. So. Yeah, good. Actually, well, the, now the Dodgers are going to be the front runners to win the title I wouldn't next have done year. it, but it happened. I might throw a little futures bet on next World Series. Yep. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, the Rays. Uh, mm, they yeah. might have it too. Herd immunity. Okay. Okay. Wow. I wonder what the odds are, because that's not that bad of a bet there, John. not that bad of a bet there. Okay. Uh, What were we talking about? Halloween. Halloween, yeah. Cocoa. We'll watch it once. I think I'm going to drink hot cocoa while I watch it. That's smart. Yeah. You're going to put a little, like, uh, some schnapps in there or something? No, probably not. Caramel schnapps or something? Do they have that? I'll probably do, maybe I'll drink a little, like, a beer or some wine. And then relax a little bit. And then right when the tears are coming, I'm probably going to need some hot cocoa to cheer me up. Yeah. Just for it's, I mean, well, they're tears of joy, but they're tears nonetheless. Yeah. Well, you seen the ending? <laughs> well, more like the beginning. Yeah. That's a good point. Will a cocoa too be coming soon? Yeah. That's a question we need to ask ourselves. All right. That's all I got. Uh, nine of the week was Justin Turner. Congrats. Yeah. I, I mean, he was. He won a title. He won a title. He won a title. Well, he, maybe he's not getting enough credit. He won a title while he was positive with the coronavirus. He's. That's how strong his immune system is. Yeah. He can win a World Series while being infected and being a super spreader. So that's pretty sweet. It's good for him. Yeah. Maybe it was in his beard. Yeah. Could be. Could be. Okay. John, your rating? 9.1. <laughs> 9.1. Probably the best show I've ever had. Yeah. And you well, know, look, you're on cloud nine. When it rains, it pours, Paul. You're on cloud nine. Yeah. Yeah. It does. I mean, it just makes sense that way. Yeah. Uh, okay. You got anything else? Do you have anything else you want to say? I don't think I have anything else for you. Uh, nope. Life is great in the 908. Shoot or shoot, John. So shoot your shot. Never been beat, feel the only skin beat, I like the rim ten feet. You can't
can't stop me, your game looks sloppy, you need more practice, maybe you like this, to enjoy the game by midway, I can drive around you, even shoot a trait, a three-point threat, no sweat, you can bet, back it out and fade away our net, hang time. Hang time, y'all. You know what I'm saying?